It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Hi there, dear listener. Lazlo here with a quick pre-roll message for you. Before we get started, I want to let you know there are all kinds of convenient ways for you to support my efforts to bring you all these podcast shows on Chinese history, Chinese sayings, and tea history. If you go to my website at teacup.media and click the support button at the top, you'll find a bunch of ways to show some appreciation. There's Patreon, where you can get early access to new episodes, exclusive content, and an invite to the Teacup Media Discord channel, and more. CHP Premium, that also has early access, exclusive episodes, and ad-free versions of the entire CHP back catalog. Plus, there's several other ways to donate to the show as well. Check the episode show notes for a link to that very page. And my deepest thanks for listening and supporting me and my humble efforts. Welcome back, everyone. Laszlo Montgomery here with another Yu, another four-character Chinese idiom that gets the job done when you got something to say, but don't have all day to say it. This one I have for you is rather well-known and has a multitude of uses. Hai Chun Jirma. Four characters, four syllables, like it is for most of them, but not all. This one, Hai Chun Jirma. Has one heck of a pedigree. It comes from the great Zhuangzi himself, from his book of the same name, the Zhuangzi. This book, along with the Laozi, are the two most important texts of Taoist philosophy. So let's break the characters down. To hai means to harm, to kill, cause trouble. Qun means a group. Hai qun, to harm the group. Zhi. Well, that's just a particle used in place of an objective noun or pronoun. And ma is a horse. Jir ma means the horse of the two characters preceding it, the group being harmed. Literally, this is read, harm group horse of that group. If you read the Zhuangzi in the Zapian, the miscellaneous chapters, and are familiar with the story named Xu Wugui, You'd be able to figure out the meaning of Hai Chun Ma, but otherwise, you're left guessing. One of those could-be-anything kind of things. Well, like any excerpt taken from the Zhuangzi, to take it all in, you have to sort of turn off your mind, relax, and float downstream. So let's get right on it. 4,700 or so years ago, there was a certain tribe that thrived along the Yellow River that was led by a man named Shen Yuan. We know Shen Yuan better as the Yellow Emperor. One day, the Yellow Emperor and a group of six close friends decided to hop in a cart and go visit the great sage Da Kui, who lived on Jutsu Mountain. Not sure where that is, but certainly somewhere in Henan. 
After following the road that would take them to Dakwe's residence, more and more, the road fell into disrepair, and before you know it, when they reached the wilds of Xiangcheng, it became impassable. Zhuangzi and his six friends all got out and looked around to see if any local people were around who could offer them assistance with directions. And after a while, this young kid comes along leading a herd of horses. The Yellow Emperor greeted him and asked the youngin if he knew the way to Mount Jutsu. And the boy nodded his head and said, yeah, he knew how to get there. And then the Yellow Emperor asked him, what about the great sage Dakwe? Any chance you know how to get to his place? And the lad nodded again and said, yeah, he knew where his house was. So the Yellow Emperor and his friends could hardly believe their good fortune. The Yellow Emperor remarked to the lad how smart he was, knowing not only how to find Mount Jutsu, but Dakwe's house as well. So the Yellow Emperor thought, well, while he had him, he asked the boy, what about governing the world? Might you know the best way? The kid was hesitant at first, but after being pressed by the Yellow Emperor, he said, Governing the world? It shouldn't be too difficult. It's no different from herding horses, like I'm doing. He began to explain, When I was younger, I roamed and played within the six confines of the universe. But later I got sick, and my eyesight weakened. A wise old man told me, Ride in the carriage of the sun, and roam the wilds of Xiangcheng. So I took him up on his advice and came here. And soon, my eyesight began to improve, and once again I could roam and play as before, even beyond the six confines of the universe. Therefore, I believe, governing the world, it's simply a matter of herding horses. It's not that hard to do. The Yellow Emperor stood before the young kid and said, I am the ruler of the world, and in fact, how to govern the world is none of your business. But, let me ask you while I have you, if you yourself were in my shoes and ruled the world, how would you do it? Once again, the kid was hesitant to respond, but after considering the Yellow Emperor's question, he replied, I'd rule the world in the same manner I tend to my herd of horses. I would remove the harmful influences of the herd, and then everything will be fine. It's as simple as removing the horse who was a detriment to the whole herd. In other words, this young kid said he'd merely apply his work of removing these haichun jirma, these individual horses that harmed the group or the herd, to society at large. And with that, all will be in harmony. The Yellow Emperor pondered the simplicity and beauty of the kid's remark and then proceeded to drop to his knees to kotal to him. And then he proclaimed this kid his heavenly teacher. And that's the end of the story. And I can't tell you if the group ever made it to pay their respects to Dakwe, but that's not important to the story. In English, we would call these haichun jirmas bad apples, black sheep, or bad seeds. People who, by the very vileness or unseemliness of their character, upset everything around them or ruin things for the whole group. So if your workplace has that one person who because of their failure to perform well or work well with other colleagues, sort of causes the whole operation to run poorly or not as well as it should, they are ma. If there's one family relative who lets their problems cause heartache and pain to others, they're a ma. So remember what the young man said, who was immortalized by Zhuangzi, and identify that one 
Hai Chun Ma in your midst and get rid of them, and then all will be cool. Think about that. Okay, a quickie for you, short but sweet. The good news is there's more where this came from. And for that, I have to thank Emma over in the CSP, Cheng Yu Yanqiu Zhongxin, scouring the ancient texts for all these gems I bring to you each episode. Okay, Laszlo Montgomery here, signing off from Los Angeles, California, wishing you all well and asking you to please keep coming back for more here at the Chinese Sayings Podcast.